what it do, 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 what it do. Just come in, dude. What it is, what it ain't, what it don't be, what's up, what's up. Okay, okay. We back, we back, we back. Ah, uh, sit on down, sit on down, sit, sit Wait, sit what's on. that? Bitch, you ain't watch Comic View? It's <laughs> on the show. You right, you right. Um, hi guys, it's Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just be on T and then she get on the mic and be on too. This is the Not Carrie Bradshaw podcast. With Nikki Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> We've been drinking wine. Please don't judge us. Jessica had a whole bottle. Whoa. Not when you were here. How do you even know about that? <laughs> Who told you? Who sent you? I know you. You do. It's unfortunate. Anywho, Nikki has the sillies. I don't. <clears throat> I have the giggles. It's cool. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. It's cool. I support you. I like you when you're like this. Um, anywho, we bet. Mm-hmm. How long has it been? It's been like a week. Oh, Nikki, that's a bad lie. It's been a, a week in podcasts. Like, a podcast week is, like, equivalent to, like... A year. So, <laughs> as per usual, we gonna kick this thing off with a fashion tip. A fashion tip. Just a tip. That's something else. I don't know why I said it. <laughs> Keep it going. So, Nikki, tell me about the Fendi sweater. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> you want me on the spot? I didn't know we were gonna talk about this. Okay. So, if you guys have been watching Blackish, um, you would know that the costumer is A1. I don't know her name, but she's bomb. So, I saw recently a an episode and Dre, the father, father, he had on a Fendi sweater and it was like nude in the front. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Nude is not the right word. I'll say tan because I don't want people to think like it was sheer. Okay. It was like a tan color in the front and then like black in the back, but it had Fendi like stitched in green. And I thought it was so cute, but I was afraid to actually like commit to a purchase because I was like, oh, it's a men's sweater. Then I saw a girl on Instagram with it on. I was like, oh, okay, that shit cute. All right. Wow, you just got so South Atlanta. It was beautiful. So this week's fashion tip is to venture into the men's department or whatever. Yes, you might find a man. One can only hope. <laughs> um, actually, let's do that tomorrow. Oh. Let's go to Bergdorf Men's <laughs> and just, like, look available. Look normal. See if we can find somebody, Daddy. So, as an aside, you know I'm obsessed with Megan the Stallion right now. The rapper from Houston. Oh, yes. The freestyle queen. I'm obsessed with her. She's my best friend. Is um, she wearing menswear? No. My point is that <laughs> at the end of one of her songs, she be like, and I'm still running through the mall with your motherfucking daddy. <laughs> I felt seen. You love a daddy. I love saying that. Oh, maybe you should get a daddy so you can wear his clothes. No. See, I just like saying that because a lot of people don't even know who their daddy is. So it's such a dig to just be like, well, where you been at? Which your daddy? Why? It's just, I don't know. It's a a really sharp dig for me. Back to the point at hand, though. Venture into the men's department. Try some oversized looks. Go for a deep V. I will say, when I was in high school, um, do you remember Omarion's touch video? 
God, yes. Such a good song. So I was totally in love with the lead girl, the dancer. Yeah, her outfit. So I was like, oh my God, where can I get baggy jeans? And this was before like the whole like boyfriend jeans. Uh So I did go to Old Navy and I got some jeans in the men's department. But they worked a little bit, kind of. I had a big butt. Yeah. Had? Okay, I'll take it. Has? Uh, I'm a big bum. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say to do for sex education? A big bum. A big bum. <laughs> Juicy thighs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I had to make it work. Like, I think I had to wear like a longer shirt so it mm-hmm. wouldn't look like snug around my hip. Well, I think it's just a matter of proportions. And we always talk about like, well, it's hard your to proportions. buy. Yeah, it's really difficult to buy like men's jeans because it's like the. It's like 33 by 40. Yeah. Shit. I mean, they... Like, I don't know that, so it's hard for me. I'm used to buying like Zara, where it's just like 42. Well, but you also have to think about the way a man's body is made, too. It's like, they don't really account for a man having like big hips, hips. and a butt. Like, have you ever dated a guy and really, really liked his jeans and just felt like, well, you're a man. I should be able to fit your jeans. And, and then, then, no. Because <laughs> you got hips. Yeah, but I... Well, this last person, I was like, I just want to see something. Wouldn't go past my, wouldn't go past Next. my cast. Wouldn't go past my cast. Next. So, anywho, that's your um, fashion tip for this week. Venture into the men's department. See what you can see. You I'm know. going. I'm gonna go buy a button down. Okay. You know, I like to sleep in button downs, like nice button downs. Oh my god, can I tell you that my mom bought me a pajama set like Uh that because I don't own pajamas because I mostly sleep naked or I Winnie the Pooh it. What's Winnie the Pooh it? You know Winnie the Pooh, he wears no bottoms and only a top. Oh, that's weird. You don't just, you gotta let your little girl breathe. I'm saying, but just go bigger, go home. Why are you gonna put on the top? Sometimes it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I rarely get cold. But if I do, like, I have to put on something. So, yeah. Don't judge me. I'm not judging. Sometimes I Mickey Mouse it. What is that? Bitch, okay. That's when you wear a bottom and no top. <laughs> okay, so y'all gotta let me know. Are you Winnie, Winnie the Poohing it? Are you Mickey Mousing it? Or are you... Full commando. Full commando. Or are you a very proper lady and you wear pajamas with your... Initials monogrammed on the left side. I do. I have a Lauren set. Ralph Lauren by Lauren. Oh my god, mine too! Are yours navy with the gold piping? No, ma'am. It's plot. Say plaid regularly because (laughs) your accent is shit. Y'all see how Jessica is such a motherfucking hater? Wow! The shit's plaid, bitch, and it's monogrammed. Oh, somebody is feisty on the red wine. (laughs) (laughs) She's I see. What is that? I don't know. I don't like it. Okay, we'll be right back. (laughs) So, Nikolai. feel like the news has been like on a hundred thousand trillion <laughs> lately i can't did you see today that um what's his name from the patriots 
was involved in like a human trafficking it's like the world is on fire every day i'm just trying to figure out how i can do something stupid and get in the news oh i can help you with that what do you think i should do literally anything um here's the thing though between the fashion houses making racist clothes I just feel like next Dolce and Gabbana just gonna make some white hoods and just like be all out with it. KKK. Between and then like the situation with Jordan Woods um, possibly dating Tristan. That's Thompson. the most comical thing to me. I don't know why we're in an uproar, honestly. Let me say something. So for those who don't know, somehow, allegedly, Kylie Jenner's best friend Jordan Woods. Slept with Khloe Kardashian's baby daddy, who clearly has a sex addiction, um, Tristan Thompson. And so it's just been all this chatter. But I will tell you this. If they were all black, Mm -hmm. I would be like, damn, that's messed up, Jordan. But because she's the only black girl, a part of me really feels like, do it for the culture, bitch. It's not even that she's black. Like... All the motherfuckers did it before. They did. So why is it? Why is they it a problem now? I don't feel. Let me say this. I don't actually feel sorry for Chloe. I felt sorry for Chloe oh, when no. she was like in labor and all this stuff came out because I just feel like that's a very delicate time. That is a delicate time. But, but at but this bitch, point, you, you did the same thing. Yeah, and then I just feel like Jordan could always pull the same card that Kylie and Chloe pulled, which was well, she was more y'all's friend than mine. Because allegedly Trina was more Kim's friend (laughs) when she was dating French Montana. And then allegedly Black China was more Kim's friend. Like, What about Justine's guy? Oh my gosh, right? Because she was dating Travis Scott. Yeah, so it's just kind of like, it's hard for me to feel sorry for her. But the question is, we don't, is this real? It's very hard for us to know what's real and what isn't these days because the lines between like publicity stunts and Mm -hmm. like reality shows and real, real life are so blurred. I don't know because, you know, Kylie Petty, she done marked Jordy's lip gloss down to $13 now. (laughs) It was $26. To which I say, my homegirl was like, girl, just make it a free gift with purchase. Like, but okay. Changing the subject very slightly. Why are people acting like Jordan is like some off the boat person? Because she's black. But Jordy grew up in Calabasas. Her fucking mom was Will and Jada's estate manager. So that's yeah. how she knows. That's how she knows them. Like she grew up in that. Well, that yeah, circle. but I'm telling you, it's because she's the only black girl in the sea of white girls. So people just assume that that family that the, why am I calling her Jordy? I don't know I wasn't gonna say anything but people just assume that the car dinners you know are the richest people in the world and so anybody who's no around them is exists. beneath them and it's just like how you look at Malika the twin who's mm-hmm. always with Chloe it's like what is she doing but we don't know her family story at least we know that well no that's what I'm saying we're used to the only like black only people one. around yeah. yeah like the black best friend is kind of like not on their level mm-hmm. so you assume that the next black friend is oh my god who's gonna send the twins new wigs we'll talk about that later um who's gonna tell them that they don't need to get their makeup done exactly like them because they're black and have different features oh we'll talk about that later too okay um so moving into 
the next story that we can't tell what's real and what's fake. Okay, so we don't know if Jordy and Tristan is real or fake. Yeah, we can't tell if that is a publicity stunt because the new season is starting or if it's real, real life. I don't know why it matters. It just seems like that is like a family of orgies, right? Like, it just seems like they just, it's a bunch of sex happening in that whole circle. So, like, I mean... I'm going to be honest with you, Nikki. I think there's a bunch of sex happening in most circles except for ours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to just gonna put that right on out there. <laughs> um, the other story that I can't tell if it's real or fake. We have like the high end fashion houses mm-hmm. making racist clothes. And at this point, are are they really unaware or are they using black rage as a marketing ploy? You don't. It's like you don't know kind of what you should feel at this point because you see those things and you're automatically triggered. Mm -hmm. But then if you zoom out, maybe there's something bigger at play. Right. So for Burberry to come out with like this whole news situation at what? Why? Why? Yeah. Why did you think that was a good idea? Not even for the, the racial tones of it, but N- niggas be hanging themselves to kill themselves like why would you why i don't understand the statement like what happened to humanity like well, what is the definition of that it's no more like nobody knows we're living in a simulation nothing so say. the king of all the what fuck is going on stories is jesse smollett what is happening i can't even keep up like there are so many conflicting bruh, stories bruh. Tell wrote okay, a check in 2019. You still write checks? I, I send checks to my therapist. Okay, that's to your therapist. But because I watch a lot of crime shows and I'm from these streets. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I am Jesse, but even I know that you're not writing no motherfucking check for a fraudulent event to take place. Like, nigga, okay, let's back up. What? Where do you stand? I don't know. I, I honestly cannot speak on it because if what the first of all, since when have we trusted the police and what they say? Okay, That's exactly. Number, number two, since when does the police move this quickly on a case? Like, you know, people niggas been getting shot by these cops for years and it takes them months to like right. bring an indictment on and like go to trial and shit. Right. So that is what makes me like, oh, this is kind of hesitant. However, if the information is true that they have presented I'm like, this motherfucking dumb as fuck. There, okay, here, let me say this. I genuinely hope that he is not lying because that, that takes away, people already are untrusting of victims who aren't perfect, quote unquote perfect. I, I if saw that you, on Twitter. Yeah, if you are a woman, you're automatically not going to be trusted. The The Bible taught everybody not to trust women from day one like you yeah. know people on twitter are like oh um jesse stupid that's what you get for race baiting race baiting isn't y'all need to stop doing that blah 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 but it's like okay just because of this one incident does not negate the fact that this shit still happens like well, and somebody did make that point too that it's like if you were the fact that some people are jumping at the chance to say oh see victims do be lying it's like you were always kind of waiting for that to happen right um but my other point is like number one like you said we we don't have a great relationship with the police but 
And and I truly hope that he's telling the truth because I don't want to believe that he would do something to make victims untrustworthy even more. But I don't understand why he would fake this. His motive behind it, but I want to go back. No, the motive, the the alleged motives don't even make sense. Mm -hmm. So nothing about it makes sense. And I will admit there are inconsistencies all around. Okay, so just so I am clear, what is to be understood is that he was upset about his salary on the show Empire. Which this is the final season, though. Is it? Girl, I don't even know nobody who still watch Empire. My mama. But, ooh, okay. No shade. Love you, auntie. Um, <laughs> there was, apparently, they're shooting their last season. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like at this point, you can, can you negotiate for more money at this point? Okay. So that motive doesn't make sense. That's fishy. Right. Okay. Oh, girl, I don't know. Because then I always go back to, well, hell, white women been uh, faking assaults and blaming black men since the beginning of the time, i.e. Emmett Till. Mm-hmm. So I'm not an apologist. If he did this, in no way is it right. But I mean, like, why are we in an uproar? Because, oh, girl, got Emmett Till killed. And then well, later, I'll like, say this. I kind of don't I don't like to make those kinds of comparisons when it comes to like black people being in the wrong. I don't like for us to make white people the standard for what's acceptable. I don't like for it to be, well, if a white person got away with doing this bad thing, then I should get away with it, too. No, I don't I don't agree with that. Well, I agree with what you're saying. But like when you have people like Anna Couture saying like, oh, you know, race baiting is wrong. He's stupid, blah, 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 blah. If you're going to call out this black guy on what he did, you need to also count call out your white counterparts, too. No, that's fair. But I don't want us to get into the weeds of making that comparison because, you know, that's what they did with the R. Kelly thing. It was mm-hmm. like, well, why are they not doing this to Harvey Weinstein? To which I said they definitely have persecuted mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein. It's like you can't only get your news from the shade room. So, <laughs> you know, um, everybody's going down. Right. So I, I kind of I get people's point about that. But mm-hmm. I feel like anytime particularly a black man does something wrong, we automatically go to, well, white people can do it. And it's like, just because white people do something does not mean that it's right. Like, white does not mean that right. it's right. But it's, it's still in the back of your mind, like, well, shit, like, just like, why is the, the cops, standard like, different? On it, they're just like, they're on it. They literally have solved this case within like a matter of days or weeks, rather. And that again, that's another inconsistency. Like, there are inconsistencies on both sides. And I think that my, my greater point here here is I find it really I think that we're going to have to take more ownership of the way that we ingest and analyze news Mm -hmm. because there have been so many rapid updates to the Jesse story Mm -hmm. that it's hard to even keep up with and it's hard for anyone to draw a conclusion so I feel like in situations like this and there was another situation that I forgot about it would be really great if we could get to a place where we say Let's hold off judgment until Mm -hmm. all the facts are the Chris Brown rape accusation. Mm -hmm. As soon as it was reported that someone was accusing him of sexual assault, everyone was in an uproar choosing sides. And I feel like we feel we feel compelled to choose a side 
based on labels, based on principle, based on whatever, whatever. But why not based hold on out? Clickbait. Based on clickbait, <laughs> why not hold out until all the facts are released? Don't automatically assume. Like I just, I just don't think that we should be held hostage to our labels. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're a Republican, but you clearly know that Trump is on some bullshit, you should be able to analyze the things that he's saying and know that he's on some bullshit Mm -hmm. without being held hostage to the fact that you are a Republican. So you can't. Yeah. So I, and I can't, I'm having a hard time like drawing conclusions because I would like to just get the information and then it's like, okay, let's, Let's figure out from here. I'm having a hard time, too, because when I think about, like, stuff that I hear about with Donald Trump and the entire, like, GOP, I can honestly say that I'm always like, oh, they're terrible people just off in, like, Like, if I see it on CNN the first instance, I'm like, oh, they're terrible people. But if I'm going to say, like, oh, we need to wait until we get all the facts, I have to apply that same notion to... To everything. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like sometimes these days we are really held hostage to our identity. Mm -hmm. And nobody really, like, wants to... You don't want to look like you are... That you aren't an advocate for something that you should be an advocate for or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I think that that really came to a head with the Jesse situation because as a black person you automatically always feel protective of other black people mm-hmm. and I I mean the way that he made so many people look like everybody came out to this man's defense like immediately and now we're all like oh I don't know can I tell you something I'm scared <laughs> No, don't be scared because we don't know if it's true or not. But when he made his like first appearance uh, with Robin Roberts, yeah, I was like, mm, that's only a little scratch. I thought this man was going to be like really. Oh attacked. my god, I didn't want to admit it, but when I saw the picture like post attack, I was like, is was this like, supposed okay. to be? I thought he was on his deathbed, like the way yes. that people were like standing for Jesse, praying for Jesse. Okay, that's what I I'm thought saying. It was a brutal attack. So if you zoom out, how did we arrive at at a place where we all thought that he was like fucked up? How, where did that initial he was brutally well I think it was be, I think it was just hearsay honestly I think it was like oh what's his name Jesse was beat up and then people just took it and run with it they just assumed like oh he was beat up oh it was MAGA people well because it was MAGA people quote unquote it must have been a brutal attack yeah and we just took it and run with it and then when we saw him we were like oh Nick cause that's a self inflicted wound like you doing some brandy shit from um, Thin Line Between Love and do you know that's literally the first place I went when you said self-inflicted wound? Like, what? Yeah. I, and again, I, I do not want to say that he's lying. But I will say that when I saw that picture, I was like, whoa. I was like, oh, nigga, you okay? It was, I, see, again, I just think it goes back to we all have to be really careful about how we. We got to wait. How we digest we and how we share news. <laughs> But we're so programmed these days to like put everything out immediately and everybody wants to be the first to have a story and all this stuff like that. But then the people who were reporting it, I feel like we're quote unquote reliable sources. It's like, well, Taraji would know because she know, bro. You know what right. I mean? Lean so, away. Yeah. Like so it's like, well, how did we how did we get to the place where we all thought this man was messed 
up. I don't. I don't think we fact check. I, it's not. I don't think. I know we didn't because honestly, like for me, if I see something on the shade room. That's my go-to source, if I'm being honest. If I see it on the shade room, I'm like, oh, it must have happened. Shade room and TMZ. More so TMZ because they be everywhere. Like, if TMZ is saying this, it must be true. Only because when Michael Jackson died, TMZ were, they were the first people to say oh Michael, <laughs> Michael Jackson died. And everybody else was like, oh, we don't know yet. TMZ was like, nah, it's true. So, I guess, in summation, <laughs> before, before we all... Act on our rage and freak the fuck out and start protests and whatever, whatever. <laughs> we gotta take the time to know the facts, y'all. Like we, we have read. to, you have to read beyond the headline, fact check, and wait. I, yeah, and like don't be a slave to whatever your label or identity is because all of us are capable of messing up. Like we're all capable of making a horrible decision or mm-hmm. a horrible choice in public. I know, but even like uh, Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. they were asking her, they were like, hey, do you take that statement back? Because she was like, this is a modern day legend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so now she's being criticized because she stood up for Jesse. And See, like, now that I don't like, I don't like that we're criticizing people who who stood which is it, that's definitely not what I'm trying to do just as an example my point is let's be more careful about how we digest and analyze and share news but I don't think that it's fair to persecute people for being human and caring about another human like that's crazy to me I think people were like coming for Scotty Bean because mm-hmm. she defended him and it's like why are you upset at a person who got duped the same way we all got duped like and just thought that a person was in pain like you're punishing mm-hmm. somebody for having humanity like what yeah it, and it's kind of like the whole like Reverend Sharpton thing like back in the 90s with the Tawana um the girl who like claimed that she was raped and Reverend Sharpton like stood behind her and then come to find out it was like false what yeah it was a huge thing Tawana Brawley I think is her name mm-hmm. um yeah he was you know how Reverend Sharpton yeah he rallied behind you he rallied yeah. behind yeah. you and he did all of that and then come to find out like she had lied about this story but see I don't think see and and that's that's the other part of it like how responsible should he be for believing her when I th- we're moving in this this realm where we're trying to teach people to trust victims more and this derails that and that's what and if it is true jesse has a lot of explaining to do because you not only like put jeopardize the lgbtq community you jeopardize like assault victims you jeopardize the black and brown community like it's so many variables here that he didn't think about if it's true that right and to your example with Reverend Sharpton should he have gone on an apology tour because he believed this person I don't think so I don't think anyone will have the answer honestly I'm gonna say no because I think that especially in light of me too and we're learning more about like the psychology of the victims and stuff like that that there are no perfect victims and that you should display empathy and you know at least believe the victim first before you know what I mean mm-hmm. this really mm, mm. in summation I think we should just wait it out 
wait until we have all the facts before we start writing think pieces and drawing conclusions. But now I'm getting all philosophical. Like, what are facts? What is art? And what is art? What are facts? Like, what is art? are we art? Is so art, like, art? I need Jesse to like have a presser and just tell us. Okay. Okay. Let's ask this question. Do you think that he can recover from this? Absolutely. Really? Like yeah. he'll still get work. And- yeah, he'll he'll find him in Olivia Pope. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. I know we. You just said like we shouldn't compare between races, but I mean, fucking, this happens to white people all the time, and they recruit, they they come back. It's fine. Jesse will be fine. It's shit now. It's bullshit for sure. But trust me, if motherfucking R. Kelly can, oh go my god, that's what wall, I was thinking like, about. Yeah. Surely, like Jesse, this will be water under the bridge come next year. Like, it's yeah, fine. and there will be like a the news cycle is so short because a Kardashian will do something else soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm glad we talked that out. Speaking of news, so um, do you listen to the podcast How We Built This? No, tell me more. You should totally listen to it. But um, the guy that founded VT, okay, uh, Bob Johnson, mm-hmm. he he was a guest on the show, and he was just talking about like how he like started VT, which was a really fascinating story. But he said that at the time he um, he had spoken to um, Ted Turner. Mm-hmm. And Ted Turner had this idea about, like, 24-hour news. And people were like, mm, ain't nobody trying to watch news for 24 hours, uh, uh-huh, 50 uh-huh. years later, CNN. Uh-huh, but um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Bob was like, I asked Ted, like, you know, what if there's no news for the day? Like, what are you going to do? And he's like, oh, well, we'll just get some people to uh, make a fire. and we'll, That'll be the news. That triggered me because I was like... What if exactly what if? you have to? That's the thing. Nowadays, we don't know really what to believe because there's always a what if. You don't really know that you can trust these sources because there's always a very wealthy, rich white man at the very top who signs everybody's checks. Who's BC to say? 13. Right. Like, who's to say that that person is not orchestrating all this stuff? And I know, like, when I was um, at FIT, when we were studying media, they were kind of teaching us how you can, like, it's like how you can draw a thread from, like, one thing to the next Mm -hmm. thing to the next thing in the zeitgeist. And you really start to see, like, shit, a lot of stuff is orchestrated and you really have to start to question Especially from like a style standpoint, because it's fashion is to technology, so that's what we learned about. What do I really like? Do I like what I like because it's what I like, or have I been programmed to like it? So at some point, you have to start questioning your programming. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially as black people, that's something we really should be doing because that's how generational curses get passed down, basically. You're never questioning your programming, you're just taking, you're taking whatever it. as gospel. And I think now, Especially because Trump swears that anything bad about him is fake. It's really. Yeah, it makes a good question. Like, well, who says what the facts are? Like, we know what a fact Mm -hmm. is by definition, but how can we trust the sources anymore? How can we trust the sources? And that's what this conversation could go on and on. We probably should wrap wrap up this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I think it is very important for us to teach our kids like you have to be analytical thinkers. You have to be able to think on your own and like do the research yourself and mm-hmm. not just allow for somebody to give you your news or tell you what is the status quo. 
Well, I'm not even <clears throat> going to say for our kids because I don't know if that's something I want to do. I'm going to say for our friends, for everybody who we know right now yeah, on this yeah. podcast. So like, I'm just thinking like moving forward. Like gotcha. How we kind of like shift the, the paradigm shift and okay. how we receive our news and how we analyze things. Because I don't honestly, I don't think I was taught, taught that in school, how to be... Um, how to analyze things and how to think more critically. I think you do like I was 100% taught that by my dad. Like Mm -hmm. my dad always told us question everything even question me. Like Mm -hmm. it's one of the few good things he gave us there Um, is to question everything and everyone and don't ever just take anybody's word for anything especially when it affects you. Mm -hmm. So I think that yeah like in school they can only teach you like so much but like you do need to learn some shit at home. Yeah. So, anywho, this has gone on for a bit. Just thinking out loud about some things that we're curious about. So, we'll be right back. Okay. Okay. So, on a so. lighter note... <laughs> Jessica is over here scratching her entire body. I'm so itchy. I think I have like winter itch. Scratching her juicy thighs. Her juicy bum. Okay. (laughs) You've had a bit too much today. Let's keep it moving. I think I have like winter itch. Did you put on some... Did you lotion up when you got out of the shower? I did, but I feel like I need like more. Anyway. friend that doesn't lotion up when she gets out the shower. She's white. No, she's black. She ain't real. (laughs) We gonna take her car. Yeah, I'm trusted. So, on a lighter note, what are you watching, Nikki? Oh my god! Okay. Oh my god! What is that? I don't know. I thought she was just gonna finish it. Oh, I don't know where to go with that. Uh, okay, go ahead. terrible. Um, so okay, I'm watching Boomerang, which I'm I'm liking it. The pilot was a little slow, but episode three aired this past Tuesday, mm-hmm. and. It's getting good. It's cute. It's real cute. Okay. And I'm so mad because people on Twitter are like, I thought this was going to be an extension of the movie. And I'm like, idiots, if you watch like some of the um, interviews with the cast and the producers, they told you that it's like the primary characters had kids and these this show is about their kids and what they're going through. So it's cute. I like it. It's fun. I am also watching Good Girls. Okay. You guys can watch that on Netflix. It's so cute. It's about these moms. <laughs> it's funny. These moms are like in like financial trouble. So Oh, is Retta on this? Retta from um Parks and Rec. She's black, heavy set. Heavy set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I do know what this is. Okay. I haven't watched it, but I know it's what it is. so funny. So they start off like robbing a grocery store. Yes. And then it just like escalates from there. It is hilarious. It's such a good show. Feel good if you want to watch it like before you fall asleep or on a Saturday. Okay. Um, okay. Oh my God. Oh, you hate when I do that. I'm sorry. It um, really scares me because I'm afraid that you like see something behind me or, a, or something. If I see something, you'll know. Yeah, but, like that time you saw that rat okay. on the street and Don't. you pushed me into a fence. Go ahead, though. <laughs> Good. I'm not over it. Go ahead. I'm watching Love and Marriage Huntsville on the OWN Network. If you're not watching that show, please get into it. Everybody keeps talking about it. Oh my God. Those men are terrible. It is so good. We actually need to, you need to watch it this weekend and then we need to have an episode just for it. Okay, I'll do that. I'll catch up. Please catch up. Okay. 
Um, I am watching Crashing on HBO because, you know, I'm a huge fan of comedy. Oh, is that like a... So it's about Pete Holmes, who is a comedian, and it kind of tells the story of how he becomes a comedian. I have one more. Oh, go ahead. Love After Lockup. Everybody keeps talking about that. For some reason, I don't feel intrigued. I feel like it's a bit much for me. Oh, it is the most fascinating story ever. Right now, okay, I'll just give you a little tip. Right now. Go back into yours. So, there's this guy that's in jail. Stop talking like RuPaul. There's this guy that's in jail. Oh, my God. And he's dating this black girl from Dallas. He's in jail now. They met online. And she is so happy to go get him out of jail. He proposed to her over the phone. And then, come to find out, Jesse. (gasps) He's still married. He's married to this white girl in New York. And so she's going to pick him up from jail, too. So it's like, oh, my God. Are they going to get there at the same time? Like, who going to pick him up? You know what's crazy? That dudes can be trash even behind bars. Even behind bars. And then here's the gotcha gotcha. She's 28 years old, the black girl from Dallas, and she's a virgin. So she's expecting (gasps) to marry him and lose her virginity. I want her to want more. You got to watch it. Oh, that makes me so sad. You got to watch it. Ugh. Anywho. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I appreciate you sharing. So... Yeah, there's this white comedian named Pete Holmes. He's very funny. Um, And Crashing is just basically about, like, how he becomes um, a comedian. And there are lots of other comedians, like, in the show, like, real comedians in the show. And a lot of it is shot on West 4th Street by my pho restaurant. So it's like, oh, my God, how have I never seen? Yeah, it's a scripted series. It's very, very funny. Um, And I'm like, how have I never seen them? Because, you know, I'm over there like all the time Mm -hmm. i've never seen them filming it but it's really good it gets a bit dark but he like he's kind of like a holy roller but and then they kind of explore that too it's really really funny so i'm loving that um i'm also my co-worker got me (laughs) into this british detective show called midsummer murders because it has like hella seasons and it's so bad but it's so good is this on netflix it's on netflix okay the thing that's bad about it is that first of all how are so many people dying in this concentrated area and no one is suspicious is it scary though it's not scary it's just like a murder mystery but it's just like like sherlock yeah but older Okay. It's from like the 90s. It kind of gives you like murder she wrote vibes. But it's like there will be a murder. And then before he solves it, three more people will get killed. And it's just like, fam, this village isn't big enough for this many people to be getting murdered. So it's like that part of it is kind of funny. I also started Umbrella Academy. I tried. I started like five minutes of it and then I started doing something else. Um, it's interesting. It's based on a comic book that I'm not familiar with, but, and I don't think people who are familiar with the comic book are really like happy with how it translated from one to the other. It's a little bit campy and a little bit like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Um, Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige is in it. And uh, I know you're not going to remember this from Game of Thrones and I'm going to be disappointed that you don't remember this person. But do you remember Dick uh, Hahn Tar- um, Tarly? Uh, no. <sighs> Can See, you like give me more than that? It's going to be so hard for me. Okay, this past season, 
when Daenerys lit. Wait, this should be like an off-topic discussion because I don't know if our viewers are like into Game of Thrones. I don't give a shit if they're not into Game of Thrones. They need to get into Game of Thrones. She's sorry. She doesn't. I am not. I don't even believe in people who don't watch Game of Thrones. Jessica, give them a chance. Anyway, (laughs) Dick on Tarly with his fine ass is in it. Tarly. Oh my god. I know the last name Tarly. I know the house. I just know. No, you don't. This is so disappointing. I don't I can't even look at you. Can I come over here and watch Game of Thrones? Because I don't have HBO. No, I can't even look at you right now because you don't remember who this is. Anyway, he's in Umbrella Academy. I haven't finished it. I think I have like two more episodes. Um and then I finally watched Deadpool 2. Deadpool is the funniest superhero <laughs> movie of that all time really i love it so much and the second one was amazing the second one was good it's so funny it's on hbo it's really good oh, okay. um there's one joke on there that i'm not gonna tell on air because ain't nobody gonna come find me i'll tell you about it when we get out here so that's what i'm watching okay um okay. Can't wait for Game of Thrones to come back. April is basically tomorrow. April is tomorrow. Oh, that should be a campaign. HBO, get at us. HBO should have been called us. April is tomorrow. Let's start a hashtag. Okay. Okay, followers, join in. April is tomorrow. Anywho, <laughs> Nikki has had too much wine, and she got to get the hell out of my house. You had the entire bottle. Where you I did about? not. Not yeah. today. That has happened, but not while you were here. Y'all, see, y'all hear how turned up she was? Anywho, Nikki got to get the hell out of my house. So like, comment, subscribe. Wait, 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 wait. What, what? We have one ask. We do? Yes. What? We need everybody to touch and agree that we will be attending... Oh, the Essence Black Women in Hollywood yes. event next year. Touching Stretch out your we hands. Will be there. We will be invited guests. We will be invited guests. I will be doing some coverage. Yes. It's going to happen next year. I receive it. I believe it. We are there. Y'all We're leveling up. Pray for us. And then like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> um, cash app us money. Um, and all that pinch shoes. Yeah, send me shoes. All that stuff. Speaking of shoes, do you want to get me some workout shoes? Don't answer now. Think about it. Um, I'm on Instagram at not Carrie Bradshaw, and I'm on Twitter at uh, what's my Twitter name? Nick Saint Laurent. All right, bye guys.